are here for a reason. Breaking down the brotherhood, one prayer at a time. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. For continuous coverage, the latest information, separate fact from opinion. Get the truth. Get the news. You're listening to Right on Radio. You are here for a reason. And that's right, you are here for a reason. Welcome to Right on Radio beloved i have what i feel is going to be a really encouraging show for you today you know i've been covering a lot of (laughs) dismal things uh as of late but there's always the other side and some might call it hopium and perhaps it is But at worst, we can have something really positive to pray for. And we can have some fun, even in these challenging times. The tagline of the show is live right in the real world, where we talk about the real world, both visible and invisible. And you decide what is the way to live right. One way that I know that each and every one of you, particularly in North America, should be living right is by going to mylibertystand.com. Just put in your name, phone number, I or someone will contact you. Most likely it'll be me. Uh, If that does not work for you, if you just want to do it twice, you want to be sure, send me an email at writeonjeff at gmail.com. Stop feeding the cabal. Stop giving your money to Babylon and start putting it into the kingdom. Because yes, you are supporting God's children in this. And you're doing a benefit for yourself and for your family. It's just, it's even more convenient for you. Believe it or not, it's fun. It's enjoyable. Superior products. And... Don't forget the food supply is being eradicated. We had over 100 food processing plants in the last year go down. Now we're seeing record number of livestock being taken out. Now, by the way, that could be the good guys getting rid of the factories that are putting poisons in your food. That's a possibility. We're keeping it on a good note today, folks. And this is going to be fun because we're going to explore current events that are happening right now, and we're going to put it up against Scripture. And I'm not saying these prophecies were for today. No, I'm not saying that. But what I am going to say to you is it's fun to read the Bible 
at the same time watching the disaster that's going on in the world. And this will be fun. I promise you. I promise you. So stick around. Uh, this will be good. And uh, in case you didn't hear the Sunday show, I will be taking a break after today. Although there is a possibility I will do a pod bean live tomorrow after, depending on the time of the press conference with uh, Grassley and Comer. So it kind of depends on that. But there's a possibility I will be doing a pod bean live tomorrow, um, which it'll be announced on the social media where I normally post some shows. But before we get started, just to show you the mood that I am in, I'm going to play a secular song for you, but I think the message is good. So just sit back and enjoy for about three minutes and then we'll get into some news and some of the good news. Let's listen to this song by Three Dog Night.
Joy to the world, yes, indeed. Could that be possible? <laughs> Why would you play such a secular song, you might be asking? Well, there's a few key words in that song. Obviously, joy to the world. Who doesn't want that? But it also talks about Jeremiah. Huh. Talks about the wine, the mighty, mighty fine wine. And it also talks about the king and how he loves the ladies and loves to have some fun. And we're going to talk about Babylon today. And I'm going to pull up, I guess, what to could be considered some of the greatest hits <laughs> when it comes to scriptures being used today. But listen, let's have some fun with the news. So where is Babylon? Well, we know it's located physically in Iraq. It was right beside the Euphrates River. These things are important to know. But the Babylonian system which is in play today around the world, by my estimation, is being controlled by three separate state locations. The first being the Vatican, the religious side. You have England, the city of London, the financial side, and the military arm, which is Washington, D.C. Again, all separate districts, all having their own constitutions, their own set of rules that are different from the ones that you and I have been subjected to. When we watch the news today, there's a couple different ways it can be interpreted. Of course, we see all this negative stuff. And it's everywhere. Every single institution, everyone has been infiltrated and taken over by the Babylonian system and by the whore of Babylon. You can see it spiritually, certainly. And that dominates the news. And by the way, the news is very much implicated in everything that is going on today. And man, have they been exposed. But then there's the other side. So, you know, the media is being exposed. But at the same time, this whole thing with Tucker Carlson and now Megyn Kelly is kind of jumping on his bandwagon. And there's some rumors circulating and he could come up with a platform he has the gravitas to come up with a platform that could really change media. Could God use someone like Tucker, who is, seems to be 
having a reckoning with God as of late. At the same time, we see the whistleblowers coming forward. And there is no doubt that the walls are caving in on the Biden regime. Look at everything that's coming out. It's coming out from all angles. Not to mention his health. And perhaps we are watching a movie because they make it so stupid that, you know, someone who's not awake has to see there's something wrong here. <laughs> like, it's it's so in-your-face stupid. But yet at the same time, you know, going back and forth with the news, we know about Charles becoming king, and he's already over, power-wise, over a quarter of the earth. And that's what the Bible says the Antichrist will have power over at first. There's so much stuff, but could it be possible in fact, of course it can, because God can do anything that God wants. Could it be possible that God is giving the biggest, no, you don't, ever? I don't know. Look, I could keep going on like the world's going to crap, you know. But... God hears the praise, prayers of his saints. And prayer is powerful. So let's look at some positive things that we can pray for today. And let's just look at some scripture. And, you know, probably doesn't, some of it lines up with today, I think. Definitely. Some of it, maybe not. But this is one way that God's hand could certainly move. And I just want to bring to the forefront of your attention, not only do we have the stuff with the Biden administration right now imploding, paper play, all this stuff, but we know there was other stuff <clears throat> on these laptops. And if there was a military operation going on, and I believe there is a military operation going on because the military, uh, you know, some of it's compromised, but these people signed up to defend the United States and by default, the world. And there's some good people at play. That I have comfort and rest in my spirit about. But don't forget about these laptops. The FBI is being exposed hugely right now. And actually, even uh, Robert Kennedy, who's running for president on the Democrat side, is exposing the CIA at the same time. And Trump exposed the CIA. All these things are coming to a head. Let's just think about the computers. We know 
the the good guys because it was given to like Giuliani whether you think he's good or not um he was connected to Trump whether you think he's good or not <laughs> but there are some people who have all of the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop we also know about Anthony Weiner's laptop which had a lot of the mirror mirrored information from Hillary Clinton's illegal server. We also know that on January 6th, Pelosi's laptop was taken. We know that they were monitoring the 2020 election because Trump told you they were going to monitor the 2020 election because Trump told for months and months in advance that there was fraud happening. And he put it out there for everyone to see and don't listen to a thing the mainstream news says, not even Fox, about polling data or anything. That is all BS. That's all propaganda. Everybody knows it. And now the Secretary of State from Virginia is even coming out publicly saying, hey, we've got the evidence. This thing was rigged. We have Carrie Lake with all her evidence. We have, you know, all this stuff, the whole 2020 thing is resurfacing really fast as the Biden administration is seemingly about to implode. Also, take note that when you look at the cabinet of Biden, you know, all these transvestites and communists that are in there, uh, Mayorkas, you know, Buttigieg. Oh, there's some really good digging on Buttigieg that was presented to me the other day. His story goes much deeper than the eye hits. There's a reason why he's put into the spotlight and he's been made a buffoon. All of these people in Biden's cabinet, Anthony Blinken, you know, with the, uh, the secretary of state with now, you know, being behind the 51, uh, let CIA people and stuff like the intelligence letters, all this stuff. And he was managing, the uh, Penn State, where all the Chinese donations came in. All this stuff is coming out, and they're coming out boldly with evidence. And the corruption in the DOJ, the corruption in the FBI, the CIA has been working against us. The pharmacia has been working against us. All of this stuff is coming out now. Um, <laughs> so let's just look at a few things and I promised you we would have some fun comparing things to scripture. So I started out with joy to the world. Jeremiah was a bullfrog and I think of the, uh, plagues of the Exodus and right now, you know, the, uh, meme, and I know it actually comes from, uh, Egyptian god, but the meme of the frog, which is, you know, the anons that are out there right now, uh, that's, 
been a bit of a plague on the deep state. We know Q was a psychological operation. We know that. But look what it's produced. It's got a lot of people dig digging. And it's got a lot of people looking at things, different things. So you think of, you know, the plagues and the different things that came out. And I was brought to uh, Jeremiah 50. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm just going to read a smidgen. And yeah, I'm putting together some scriptures to do a you know kind of purposeful edit. This is why I never argue with scriptures, because anyone can take one scripture and make it look the way you want it to. And I'm doing that somewhat today. I just want to be forthright with you. But we're going to have fun with God's word and compare it to the news. So the word which the Lord spoke concerning Babylon, the land of the Chaldeans through Jeremiah the prophet. And what's interesting about this is uh, he writes about Cyrus, and this is like 200 years before Cyrus, right? So, um, but let's just, because we said we we're going to position this as a place where we can pray, or if you're not a Christian, you can hope. <laughs> it's good to have hope. Declare and proclaim among the nations. I, I And I'm just going to interrupt scripture here a little bit, but nations, so it's not just the United States. Let's, let's put this for the whole world, because this is a worldwide thing. The world is under the Babylonian system, the fake currency, the fake everything, the matrix. <laughs> So the Lord says, declare and proclaim among the nations. Proclaim it and lift up a flag. A flag. Because America, although, you know, there was Masons at the beginning and stuff like that, it was founded on godly principles and by Christians. I know you could put evidence against that, but when you look at the Constitution, when you look at the Bill of Rights, this is godly. So proclaim it and lift up a flag. Do not conceal it. Say, Babylon has been captured. Bel has been put to shame. And Marduk has been shattered. Her idols have been put to shame. Her images have been shattered. You know, just a week ago or so, there was the White House Correspondents' Dinner with all of the media, the bot media there. And they have their idols, their movie stars are there. And all of their images, and we know what kind of images they have. Let's go back to those computers. Not to mention their purveyors of really bad really bad stuff. Now, having said all that, let's jump. And this is what I said. We're going to bring out the greatest hits, folks. Who is 45? Well, a lot of people compare him to Cyrus. And Isaiah prophesied about Babylon going to fall. 
So Isaiah 45, this is what the Lord says to Cyrus, his anointed, whom I have taken by the right hand to subdue nations before him. Have you seen that video, uh, that compilation of all the nations capitulating to Donald Trump? You know, Donald Trump walking in there, getting the ceremony of the swords, going to the lost city of China, Jerusalem, even going into the World Economic Forum. Quite stunning. It's hard to deny that video. So to subdue nations before him and to undo the weapons belt on the wastes of kings, to open doors before him so that gates will not be shut. I will go before you and make the rough places smooth. I will shatter the doors of bronze and cut through their iron bars. He's talking about the other kingdoms here. Pay attention. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden wealth of secret places so that you may know that it is I, the Lord, the God of Israel, who calls you by your name for the sake of Jacob, my servant, and Israel, my chosen one. I have also called you by your name. I have given you a title of honor, Though you have not known me, 45, reading chapter 45, I am the Lord and there is no one else. There is no God except me. I will arm you though you have not known me so that people may know from the rising of the and the, to the setting of the sun that there was no one besides me. I am the Lord and there was no one else. The one forming light and creating darkness, causing well-being and creating disaster. I am the Lord who does all these things. You might be thinking that, you know, I'm making a stretch of this, but... That word stands up today. He is the Lord who does all these things. The Lord, our God, creator, is large and in charge, folks. So it doesn't matter what the plots of the enemy are. God can allow it. God can disallow it. Let me continue in verse 8. We're going to go through quite a bit of scripture today, but it's going to be fun. Is this fun already? Give me a thumbs up. Leave a comment. I think you're going to like where this goes. Drip down, heavens, from above. We seeing a drip in the news cycle right now. <laughs> and let the clouds pour down righteousness. Let the earth open up and salvation bear fruit and righteousness sprout with it. I, the Lord, have created it. <laughs> Verse 9, woe. Whenever he puts in a woe, you better pay attention. Woe to the one who quarrels with his maker. 
a piece of pottery amongst among the ethenware pottery pieces will the clay say to the potter what are you doing or the thing you are making say he has no hands woe to him who says to a father what are you fathering or to a woman to what are you giving birth this is what the lord says the holy one of israel and this maker ask me about things to come concerning my sons and you shall commit to me the work of my hands it is i who made the earth and created mankind upon it i stretched out the heavens with my hands and i ordained all their lights i have stirred him in righteousness and i will make all his ways smooth talking about cyrus here he will build my city and let my exiles go free without any payment or reward, says the Lord of armies. This is what the Lord says. The products of Egypt and the merchandise of Cush and the Sabians, men of stature, will come over to you and will be yours. They will walk behind you and will overcome in chains and will bow down to you. They will plead with you. God certainly is with you, and there is no one else, no other God. Truly, you are a God who hides himself, God of Israel, Savior. They will put to shame and even humiliated all of them. They will be put to shame and humiliated. All of them. Was it not, wasn't I talking about shame on Sunday? I'm telling you. <laughs> this word is alive in me right now. The manufacturers of idols will go away together in humiliation. Israel has been saved by the Lord with an everlasting salvation. You will not be put to shame or humiliated to all eternity. For this is what the Lord says, he who created the heavens and the God who formed the earth and made it has established it and not created it as a waste place, but formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord and there is no one else. I have not spoken in secret in some dark land. I did not say to the offspring of Jacob, seek me in a wasteland, I am the Lord. Speak righteousness, declaring things that are right. So, gather yourselves and come. Come together. You It. it is not I, the Lord, and there is no other God besides me. There is none except me. Turn to me and be saved to all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. I have sworn by myself the word of God has gone out from my mouth in righteousness and will not turn back. 
that to me every knee will bow and every tongue will swear allegiance. They will say of me, only in the Lord are righteousness and strength. People will come to him and all who are angry at him will be put to shame. In the Lord, all the offspring of Israel will be justified and will boast. Are we coming up on perhaps the greatest I told you so moment in the history of the world? Look, I don't know. This could go either way, people. But it's good to look at both sides. Now there is a downside to all this, which I might mention at the end, but we'll see. Now I want to tell you what's really been on my heart. And I've been looking at the Old Testament prophets lately and looking at what they had to say. And actually, there's something, there's another one that I might do another show on, but I'm not quite there yet. But today, I just, when I prayed, I just had this reoccurring thought coming into my mind right from the, the time I woke up, essentially, you know. And I was thinking about the show, and I always pray, Lord, you know, show me what you have for me today. So I, I Okay, it looks like I'm back. I think I'm having a bit of an internet issue. I apologize. I don't know what's going on. If you missed that, uh, the writing on the wall is what uh, I keep kept hearing. And I guess I'm not going to read uh, this entire chapter, but maybe I'll just tell the story and we'll go through it. And looking at today's news, you know, Right now, when you look at, and, and I'm not, you know, the left and right paradigm, you, you've listened to this show long enough to know that I think it's all one party. Okay. Um, the left and right thing is being pushed. And there's an arrogance because, you know, what we've seen over the years, and this still might come true, you know, we think that the right has all the evidence and there's finally going to be justice because there's only that the justice system is one-sided. That's incredibly obvious at this point. But right now, you know, there's that great hope again. And for what it's worth, there seems to be some real momentum behind it, uh, unlike what I've seen in my time watching politics. Like there actually could be some justice coming. 
And you know what? I think God is probably pissed off enough that uh, he might might just put shame to all these people. So Daniel 5, the famous chapter, the writing on the wall. The king was having a great feast with thousands of his nobles, and he was drinking wine in the presence of a thousand. And while he tasted wine, Belshazzar gave orders to bring the gold and silver vessels from his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the temple, which was in Jerusalem, so that his kings and nobles and wives and concubines could drink out of them. So he's mocking God. Even wants to drink out of the things from the temple. Babylon at this point is like an impenetrable fortress. And he's mocking God. His father, Nebuchadnezzar, who conquered Israel, learned the hard way, just in the previous chapter, that God is real. Remember, he went out and was like a was like an animal till he found God. But his son or successor has gone back and just with all his women, his nobles, worshiping their false gods, mocking God, give me those things. Ha <laughs> ha, my God is bigger than your God, he's saying. He's literally saying that here. If so, it's in verse four, it says, they drank the wine and praised the gods of gold and silver, bronze, iron, and wood and stone. Those are the, the false kingdoms. Those are the kingdoms that are mentioned. He's praising the gods of all these kingdoms of the small g gods. But then God showed his hand. Literally. <laughs> There's They're partying. You got to picture this. You know, great feast. They're partying. And this hand shows up. And the fingers of a human hand emerged and began writing opposite the lampstand. So I, I've always find that found that intriguing. It's not in a dark part of the room. <laughs> There's a lamp on, you know, shining on the wall where this is being written. And on the plaster of the wall in the king's palace, and the king saw the back of the hand that did the writing. And all of a sudden, and I'm, I'm not reading the scriptures here, but his countenance changes. It says he changed color. In fact, he changes color a couple times in this chapter, the king. It's like an, uh-oh. <laughs> It says his knees began knocking. So what does a pagan king do? He wants all the diviners, the magicians, call everybody, emergency, emergency. I need to know what this says. <laughs> 
Yeah, just, he just saw his giant hand writing on the wall. He needs to see what it says. So he brings all the wise men of Babylon in. And he promises, you know, they'll be clothed in purple, third successor to the thing. They'll have great gold chains. But none of these guys could read it. So I guess, and let's just think about this for a second, because we know that these diviners and that they talk to the fallen angels. How is it that the fallen angels would not have the interpretation? Let me just offer up just maybe a theory. Remember when Gabriel was delayed 21 days, he got caught in the second heavens and he was going to deliver a message? Well, perhaps it worked the other way and and these demons could not get down there to tell these divine people because God's angels are there. Just a thought. It's just fun to think about this stuff. I, I hope it's fun. It's fun for me. I don't know the answer to that, but they didn't read it. I do know that. And he was alarmed and his face became even more pale and his nobles were perplexed. <laughs> and this is, this is cool because uh, just to give you an idea of the type of king he was. So he has all his concubines, all his nobles, he's partying, you know, there's a, a lot of stuff going on there, you know, blaspheming God. And then, then the queen entered the banquet. She wasn't there. So <laughs> he's got his concubines, but not the queen. Okay. But she says, oh, king, live forever, blah, 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 you know. Um, and she says, hey, there's a dude. Um, yeah, your father knew him. Daniel, He's he's got sweet spirit about him. He understands things of God. He knows how to solve problems. And uh, you should, you should get Daniel up here. So Daniel was summoned and actually, I'm just going to read this part. Then Daniel was brought before the king. The king began speaking to Daniel. Are you that Daniel who is one of the exiles from Judah, whom my father the king brought from Judah. Now I have heard about you and him and the spirit of the gods, plural, is in you. And that illumination, <laughs> he's using all the pagan words. You see what a despicable king this guy is. Insight and extraordinary wisdom have been found in you. Just now the wise men and the sorcerers were brought before me to read this and they couldn't do it. But I have personally heard about you. Now, if you're able to do this, Hey, I'm going to give you the things I promised. I'm going to give you clothing in purple, gold chain around your neck, and uh, you'll be the third in power. And Daniel, <laughs> Daniel must have been snickering inside because Daniel, uh, listen, Daniel knew, I'm sure of this in my spirit, that Daniel knew before going in there what was going on. Of course. So Daniel just says, hey, king, keep your gifts, your rewards. Give them to someone else. <laughs> However, I'll do the job for you. I'll do it for free. 
<laughs> there's there's a moral to this story. Daniel says, I will read the inscription to the king and make the interpretation known to him. O king, the most high granted sovereignty, greatness, honor, and majesty to Nebuchadnezzar, your father. Now, because of the greatness which he has granted him, all the peoples, nations, and populations of all languages trembled and feared in his presence. Whoever he wished to be killed and whoever he wished to be spared alive and whoever he wished to be elevated and whomever he wished to be humbled. But when his heart was arrogant and his spirit became overbearing that he behaved presumptively, presumptuously, he was deposed from his royal throne and his dignity was taken away from him. He was also driven away from mankind and his heart was made like that of animals, and his dwelling place was in the wild with the donkeys. He was given grass to eat like cattle, and his body drenched in the dew of heaven until he recognized that the Most High God, ruler over the realm of mankind, that he sets over it. I just want to pause there for a second. The part that I read in Isaiah 45, I want to be specifically clear, is talking about this moment here in Daniel. But God is a God of repeating patterns. We, you can see it all throughout the Bible. And right now, the leaders of this world are mocking God. They believe they are gods. They're going to be put to shame. Um, God is ruler over the realm of mankind, and he sets over it whomever he wishes. Yet you, his son Belshazzar, have not humbled your heart. You could put in names that you want. You could put in Biden, Obama, Macron, Trudeau. Zelensky. Just as a side note, um, this morning, my time early, uh, Vladimir Putin was giving a speech and there was no interpretation, but it was being streamed live. And I just tuned in, you know, hoping to see some interpretation or something to see what he was saying. And I didn't get what he was saying because it was in Russian. But I kept hearing the word Nazis 
<laughs> he kept calling out the Nazis. <laughs> Folks. And you know what? All these people, they know God. They know the story. They, I'm going to suggest to you they know who they are serving. But they actually think that their God is bigger than our God. They've believed the lie of Satan. But you have risen up against the Lord of heaven, and you have brought the vessels of his house before you and your nobles and your wives and your concubines that have been drinking wine out of them. And you have praised the gods of silver and gold and bronze, iron, wood, and stone, which do you not see, nor hear, nor understand. So you can see Daniel already knew this because he wasn't in the room when they were doing that. But the God in, who, in whose hand are your life breath and all your ways you have not glorified. Then the hand was sent from him and this inscription was written out. Mene, mene tekel, Uprazim. This is the interpretation of the message. Mene, God has numbered your kingdom and put an end to it. Tekel, you have been weighed on the scales and found deficient. Pares, your kingdom has been divided and given to the Medes and the Persians. That night, in that very night, Babylon fell. And it fell to Cyrus, who was Medes king of the Persians, and they did it without war. So how did the kingdom fall? And how could this Babylonian kingdom fall? Well, it's interesting when we think of the ways. So back in this situation... Babylon had massive walls. It was a fortified, Babylon was ruling the world, essentially. It was the place. Just like the Vatican, city of London, Washington, D.C. But Babylon had the Euphrates River that ran through it. And Cyrus was really smart, and he saw the weakness. He rerouted the river, which flowed under the walls, which was essentially choking off their supply <laughs> of water, 
anyone who's in the city would, oh, water, water's not here in the center of the city. And they got the water down enough that the armies just went right underneath the wall. The city fell without the sword. Of course, they took out the leader. So what is the supply for the evil empire that is there today? Well, without fiat currency, they don't have much power over you. Can it be that the supply is being drawn down? Could it be that they're being allowed to self-destruct? Could it be that a re <laughs> Trump could be in power again soon? All these things could be. And I think it's worth considering. It's worth considering what God has done in the past and what God can do in the future. Now, I will tie this in with a little bit of a negative. <laughs> I don't want to end on it, but is it possible that you know, we in the last series that I did, we talked about the uh, manifest sons of God, Joel's army, the rise of the Christian right, and even people who aren't Christians that uh, they don't want all the trans stuff in their schools. You know, people who are Muslims, people who are Jews, people who are different faiths, they don't want that stuff either. So they'll agree with the morals and everything else. Could it be the rise of the light side? Could it be that God will allow us some time? Or could it be that... Uh, 2030 is, and I've heard people say this, I, I, I'm not smart enough to figure out all the calendar stuff, so, but a lot of people say that 2030 is, uh, is pretty much 2,000 years to the date of Jesus dying on the cross. So either way, <laughs> we get a new kingdom. <laughs> One is going to be a temporary one. Yeah, well, and then the, there's, you know, the other one, which is also temporary, but a thousand years long. When Jesus brings back his. Either way, do you see? It's good news. Be loved. Be blessed. By being the Berean. I'm just going to repeat that because it's worth repeating. And I want you to put hashtag be loved in your posts. 
I don't expect it to go viral or anything like that. I'm. It just changes the whole tone. When you say, be loved. And be blessed by being the Berean. Don't forget on Sunday, we have a special uh, program for you. And Singapore Wednesday at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Perhaps you'll want to pray over some of the message in today's show. I think it could do some good. In fact, perhaps, maybe even, joy to the world. Be loved. Be blessed. Be the Berean. And love your God. Love your family. Love your neighbor as yourself. And make a difference in your community.